Hello, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Banter, the podcast aimed at bringing you your dose of murder relaxation. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. It's just what I do. True. And I have to try. On the rig. Hello, everybody. Welcome to True Crime. (laughs) Come on down. Banter. (laughs) Uh, If you guys are watching the YouTube version of this episode, you can see that we are in another new place. Yep. And you kind of mentioned this before uh, we started recording that maybe we're going to just start doing this. We're just recording Especially because it's not hard to take like the equipment with. So no. if we're out and about somewhere, if we're like doing like a day trip somewhere, maybe we're at a hotel, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We'll try to uh, keep it clean in the background, doing our best, yeah. but you know, whatever. I think it looks all right. I think this video yeah. is going to look even better than the last video because you know what? It was just a lot easier to set up this yeah. time. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is episode eight. Eight. Eight, 99% sure. Yep. 99 eight. or it could be seven or nine. I don't really know. And we are well on our way. Speaking of numbers, uh, we're on our way to like 600 followers on Instagram. I know. Which is which cool. It's like kind of like a small victory just because like not too long ago it was like 70 or something. It so. was. Yeah. Before you uh, joined the chat. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Like 68. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, if you guys hear squeaking like this in the background, it's because I am adjusting myself and I am a large man in <laughs> a very small chair. Yeah, yeah. And by this large is man, episode eight, by the way. It is. Okay. Just thank confirmed. you. confirmed. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just thought you were ignoring me on your phone. Nope. Typical. Cray free. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, welcome to True Crime Banter, you guys. I hope you enjoy this. You're going to take... Right? Uh, take, take, take the banter. Take the lead of yeah. the bit of banter today. Yeah. 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 Um. So, like I said earlier, I was just not prepared for this, which I had so much time to do it. Like, I would love, in a perfect world, to think of some really thought-provoking question. Which but... you kind of did earlier, but you were like, you know, that's too <laughs> thought-provoking, so let's not bring it up. Which yeah. the question was, by the way. What was the question? It know. was, who closes the, the school bus door after the bus driver gets <laughs> yeah. off? Something like that. Yeah. But you know what? I thought I'd save that for a more complex day. Right now, I'm just feeling a little bit simple. So I was like, you know what? Last night, I was out to dinner with my dad, and we were talking about the podcast, and he was asking where we got the name from, the whole banter part of it. And I was like, oh, it's this really great great show show. that I'm super proud that I watch. Um, I don't know if anybody else listens to it, but it's called Love Island, Mm -hmm. and they have... uh, Multiple, shows in, yeah. yeah, in different locations. So they have a UK one, an Australia one, and then an, uh, a US version yeah, too. Yeah, different versions. Yeah. Multiple seasons of different versions. Right. And we are actually fond 
of the Australian one, yes. right? And if yeah. you guys haven't seen it, it's like a very like simple premise. It's like five chicks come into like a little what do they call the it? Villa, villa right? Yeah. And it's always like some beautiful location, like Puerto Rico or something. It's always beautiful, crazy like pools and all the nice stuff. And anyway, so I'm also I was thinking of this earlier. I'm like I'm pretty sure it's like Taylor Lautner in Twilight. Okay. Where he was like under contract to not wear a shirt for like the whole show oh, or something. Like right, I think right. they okay, all I have to it. be like in their bathing suits like the yeah. whole time. That you now that you think of it, I've never thought of it, but yeah. they are always they're, like, shirtless. And or... I, I don't know about you guys, but especially the females, guys too, no judgment. But like I could not spend all day in a bathing suit in high heels, but they do it every episode yeah, at seven AM to midnight they are in these heels walking around in their freaking stream bikinis and i mean more power to you it just does not look very comfy no yeah and uh but anyway I mean, so your... the whole idea right is that these chicks come into the villa there's five or six of them they come in and a guy five or six dudes are brought in one by one and they're like hey do you think this guy's cute and if you do you step forward then then the guy gets to choose who yeah. he wants to be coupled up with that's Which, just the beginning part of it more often than not the girls typically just don't step up they're like yeah. Fuck this dude. they're like <laughs> yeah he's not cute or whatever yeah. and yeah anyway so they initially couple up with somebody based off just like physical attraction they're like that guy's cute i want to be coupled up with him and then as time goes on the weeks go on they get to know other people there's always some kind of drama there's like backstabbing or not a lot of alcohol involved though which is the one thing not in the australia one i don't think true yeah Yeah. yeah. like i said we we fancy the australian version and yeah yeah, not a lot of alcohol so it's very different than your typical um real world or yeah i don't even know if the bachelor and stuff yeah where there's like you could tell that somebody was a little tipsy and said something they shouldn't have said or whatever yeah which i personally love (laughs) way more but that's kind of where the whole banter thing came from because you something that riley and i couldn't help but notice (laughs) was the word banter being like every other word was banter in australia they're just like that's you know oh she's got good chat i guess yeah them chat's another one yeah good good banter like yeah good back and forth a bit of banter yeah they say all the time had a bit of banter yeah. it's got great banter Can we go for all the time yeah yeah all the time so then we just started using it all the time just randomly it just became a part of our everyday like, world. not inappropriately incorrectly yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah or right. inappropriately i don't know <laughs> i don't know what things i say <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of where it came from we we're just using it and yeah. then this podcast happened and it I mean if you think about it it fits we are having banter about true crime and so we're it makes up. sense and so yeah, we're technically coupled up <laughs> technically coupled up I, I, i've said we'll this see before. Yeah. next week's recoupling we'll see knows. if i choose you yeah we'll see yeah. well thank you thank you for yeah. that quick synopsis of what love island australia <laughs> and welcome. also where we get yeah the banter and true yeah. crime banter you're welcome um now that the bit of banter is over why don't we get into the true crime part Let's of our uh of our name i think that's what they're here for Let's i do think it. so today we will be covering the disappearance of katrina smith and you know what i think i want to put some background music on okay is that gonna you you guys okay with that we good too bad here we go <laughs> okay but yolo yep. so today like i said we're gonna be covering the disappearance of katrina smith this i guess case takes place back in october of 2012 so we're just kind of coming up on uh, the 10-year anniversary of her disappearance okay katrina she was 30 years old and she lived with her husband of seven years, Todd Smith. Now, when I brought this name up to you earlier, 
<laughs> I said, this is one of the most dynamic names I've ever heard because sarcastically, yeah, this yeah. is the widest name that might be out there. <laughs> Todd Smith, uh, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Toad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Todd Smith is like a, like a, you, you picked a name out of a baby book for the yeah, first and the last name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of basic names out there. Yeah. yeah. So Todd and Katrina, they lived uh, in McChesney Park, Illinois. Illinois? Illinois. Illinois One of the two. Uh, Todd, he was a fair bit older than Katrina. So mm-hmm. he was 44 years old and actually already had three children from a previous relationship. Yeah. Which, uh, I, I doing the math of the ages... Um, so Katrina would have been 23 at the time of them getting married. Right. And he would have been 37, which is a more significant uh, age gap than maybe 30 to 44 sounds. Yeah. And then also, you kind of brought this up earlier, bringing on three kids at 23 years old. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I could not. It takes a special person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we discuss all the time, like, if we were our parents, you know, like if we were my parents, we would have like a teenager right now yeah and i could not yeah no imagine that but uh from all the reports and the research that i was able to find katrina even being 23 and a stepmom to the three kids um she was an excellent stepmom basically from everyone that that knew her i tried to find the ages of the three kids but uh, i couldn't and i'm sure probably because they were underage yeah they just didn't care to listed anywhere but they were based on the photos of when Katrina disappeared um you're talking in like their teenage years maybe 12 to 16 years old so that kind of gives you an idea of um she was you know maybe 15 years older than them at the time of taking over as stepmom okay so this uh this story begins on the night of Sunday October 22nd Todd and Katrina they had just recently returned from a trip to Washington, D.C., celebrating their seventh anniversary. And when I say recently, it was within the last month. Um, Katrina, she worked in HR, and she was actually preparing for an interview the next morning for a possible new job opportunity. So um, things were looking up Do we know, like, was she staying in the same field? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So just like a different yeah. company. Yeah. And, and there's actually text messages when we get later on into it that show that she, this was a well sought after position that she was going for. Okay, cool. Um, over like a hundred, a hundred plus applicants got slowly um, divvied down into yeah. like a top two. Cool. Number of people, and good she for was you, girl. one of the last two. So, yeah, yeah good for her. Um, the police, they were able to verify... Oh, well, I guess I should take a step back as I pull something out of my eyeball. <laughs> she, like I said, she was preparing for an interview the next morning for a new job opportunity. And police, they were able to verify that there were emails back and forth on the night of October 22nd between Katrina and her possible um, new employer that, okay, the interview's still up you know, ready to yeah. take place. Yeah. And just verifying that the time and place was correct. So Katrina, she was actually house-sitting. Uh, one of her friends 
condo at the time, which I thought was funny because we are recording this episode mm -hmm. uh, as we're also house sitting yes, in this exact yes. moment. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Katrina, she was basically trying to get laundry done. Um, I think still trying to catch up from their vacation to yeah. um, Washington, D.C. And I know how that feels. You know, you come back and you got all this laundry. Well, and you're yeah, like, I'll and three freaking kids and oh yeah. my gosh, then your own stuff. It. Uh, and she, <laughs> <laughs> screw it. Screw it. Uh, so she was back at home getting some laundry done uh, before she was getting ready to head over to the condo for the night and and watch over the condo. Um, unfortunately, though, that was the last time that her husband Todd or anybody at all had heard from her. Okay. So the next day, Todd, that I I should say the next morning, Todd shoots Katrina a text message saying good luck at your interview you're gonna be awesome and this is what i was referring to earlier he said from 100 to 6 to top 2 to the new hr person just like i predicted mm -hmm. so it kind of reminds me of i send you texts all the time that's like you got this yeah, or, you're yeah. killing it no you know? i know it's as like soon as you said that the, i was like oh you would say something yeah like just that. very <laughs> very uh yeah. supportive Get you a writing. <laughs> <laughs> or a Todd, I guess. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, so here's the thing. Katrina, she didn't reply. Okay. So she also never showed up to the interview. And okay. she never showed up to work after the interview. Okay, like, so terrible thing. <laughs> so you don't get a text like, okay, maybe she's busy prepping or whatever. Or yeah. Running behind. But then she doesn't show up to the interview yep. that she's been dying for. And yeah, then, apparently over 100 people have applied for yeah. and now she's top two. Right. And all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah, no. And that was actually, honestly, the last time that... Uh, it, I, I shouldn't say the last time because I already said the last time. Yeah. But uh, so he ended up trying to call her. Yeah. And it was like, uh, this is something a little off. So was he... Sorry, maybe you don't know or maybe... You, I don't know. But like when he was trying to call her, was this after she was having the interview was this after somebody told her she didn't told him she didn't show up or did he just try calling her it, not thinking anything was wrong or it was after a little bit um like when, when he, she should have already had the interview and stuff? exactly okay yeah you would think i mean i think if i'm texting you and yeah. i'm saying hey good luck you know you're gonna go kill it yeah and then like an hour passes and it's like okay like you said maybe she was prepping or right just trying to prepare for it yeah she's so stressed she's, out she's not gonna be looking yeah. at her phone the whole time yeah she's doing stuff. You, all the time you're like oh i've kind of just put my phone down and, <laughs> I know, you know i lose it but it's um over. but yeah after a little bit he's like okay she hasn't she hasn't replied yeah so that's when he kind of starts calling and still no answer so then um he actually reaches out to her sister okay katrina's sister and i've got a clip actually from 2019 of her sister talking to Ooh, i love a good clip yeah okay. to talking to crime watch daily which is a oh youtube channel you and i or no. actually it's true crime daily now true crime it daily. used to be crime watch daily back yeah. in the day but no i love that one yeah that so here's good. her talking to crime watch daily about this uh incident okay i got a phone call on october 23rd um maybe around like 7 p.m um from todd saying that you know he asked me if i had talked to my sister and I said no. He said she didn't show up for work and he hadn't talked to her since the previous night. So, yeah. He, basically, he's calling and he's asking her. He's calling her at 7 p.m.? Right. So, that's the first thing I picked yeah. up, too, was 7 p.m. That was like 
an entire day of not right. getting an answer from your when he says he hasn't talked to her since the night before he means like heard her voice like right. on the phone yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah i'm sure well, when actually, she got to right because if she's not responding to text the next day the day of the interview then he really hasn't talked to her at all since the day before physically yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah, and obviously, if you know, again, she didn't I'm, text or call the day of either. So he hasn't texted her or called her since the day before. She didn't respond to anything the day the of, day right? Of, yeah, yeah, the next so morning. He, yeah, yeah. So at this point, nobody's heard from Katrina. Um, some people called her cat. Uh, no one can get a hold of her, and there's really no information as to where she might even be. Uh, so I put down here. Practically after a full day of nothing from Katrina, uh, Todd actually went to the police station to yeah. kind of notify them. What's did going he on. know where the friend's house was that she was house sitting at? He didn't know where it was. Like I would have driven I don't, there. I feel you know like. what? No, it's a good question. But I think I would have probably I gone there first than the police did, station. But yeah. because, like you said, it's probably it would be easy. But the fact that she obviously wasn't wouldn't be there and it wasn't at the interview or at work. Well, how do like, we know she wouldn't be there? Like, what if she like, fell this slipped is me, in and hit yeah. her head? No, this is me assuming that. Oh. You're right, though. That's what I'm thinking. No, that's a good I, point. In my mind, I feel like we go that's to, like, she's hurt or something. Yeah. You know? Well, whatever it was, I actually... Um, and this is why I love having you on the podcast, <laughs> because these are questions that don't pop into my head. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question if he went to the condo first and yeah. then to the police. I guess we... I don't want to assume that he did. Yeah. But... You might be right. It might be a long jump to go straight to the police without checking to make yeah. sure she's at the condo. Right. Which would be pretty easy. I mean, if he knows what her car yeah. looks like, okay. Yeah. And if she is in, in the apartment, you know, knocked out or passed out. Yeah. At least he knows that she's there because he's looking at her exactly. vehicle. Exactly, yeah. So, um, the police, they kind of, I feel like differently than... Uh, you might think they actually take it pretty seriously right off the bat. Yeah. So they um, start searching the area while her, and actually, you know what? I'll take a sip of this because okay. my throat is like. Do you know um, by chance where they started the search at? Was it at the house of the friend or just looking around um, anywhere? Yes, yeah. So near the condo area. Okay, so someone had to have led them to there. So maybe right. it was the husband, so, so maybe he did know where it exactly. was. Exactly, so maybe where... Um, answering our own question there yeah. because yeah they started searching the area and um family members they actually organize like search parties volunteer parties i suppose um to start searching other areas yeah. where they think she might this be that's so sketchy i always just feel like anytime i hear it like it, even if i know how it ends like if if the show or youtube channel whatever it is is titled like murdered woman or whatever or murdered guy or something and it's like yeah they had a search party out and they weren't texting or calling or anything i'm like this is so bad like yeah. when does it ever turn out that they were just like That's taking a, a nap under their car or something yeah, and no it, it one found it seems like once it gets yeah. to the search party like, portion of it yeah then things and are... maybe it's different because obviously thank you god we haven't had to deal with this but if it was me in that situation i might have a whole like I don't want to think about it so I yeah. might just really hope that they fainted somewhere and they're like I don't know yeah. trying to grasp at John I guess but in me after especially anybody probably listening to this you've seen stuff you've heard stuff you've listened to things you know how this goes you know how yeah. this ends it's not good exactly ever no yeah it's and, and and granted you know we do we're predisposed to only listening to the thing that un unfortunate things happen to people True. so like you said, it might say yeah. murder from 
right kind of like people that get kidnapped every now and then they escape or they let them go or but it's the one person yeah how often is it do you watch a a true crime story where they end up fine yeah yeah so anyway but yeah um so they you know they organized search parties uh really hoping just to find anything that could give you any information where the hell she's at yeah and not just a few miles from the home so todd and katrina smith's home uh do the sheriff's department find her car oh like just uh i think they said not even two miles away from their home not from the the friend's home yeah no from their own i wonder if she was like coming back home for some reason anyway go ahead yeah. yeah um so they find her car abandoned and seemingly wiped clean uh so the police they kind of say okay let's get this back to the shop uh for forensic analysis and figure out what's going on and uh basically they they said you guys look at the car we're going to start searching this area now because we at least we can narrow it down this is probably the last place she was at before someone took her or she ran off whatever it is so two days after finding that vehicle uh, investigators they find her cell phone wallet and bloody paper towels okay yeah did you happen to look up pictures of this or anything like were the was it just scattered or was it in a pile like i know that sounds silly but it does look like somebody just placed it there or it was almost like somebody was like trying to get rid of a bunch of shit and like kind of spread it out and was in a car and just dropped stuff off every couple hundred feet. So there's not any, uh, and I, I'll be honest, I just did a quick Google search <laughs> after asking no, that question. Fine. That's how you figure um, it out. No, there was not any actual, um, I guess, evidence or and it, photos. It didn't of say it. if I found it like hidden. It. They just describe it as bloody paper towels. But I now granted, so I know, I know, and grant like you wouldn't think uh, any. This is what he would just leave it with the other stuff, like <laughs> right. just why even bother cleaning it up if you're I not know, gonna like, hide it or worry something. About it. <laughs> what? Okay. And, and so I'm thinking of bloody paper towels. A dude must have done this. This is such a guy logic. Like I'm gonna only <laughs> do half can. of it. Like I'm gonna just do this. this is so stupid. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm I'm thinking if there's bloody paper towels, if you're gonna describe it as bloody paper towels, it's probably not like nosebleed bloody. It's probably. Right. Um, also, just so you know, people, I actually don't know this one. Like, I've I've seen her picture, but I can't remember what happened. So I really am like hearing this for the first time. Like, maybe some of you are. So, Ooh. so this isn't me faking it. Like, oh, a guy must have done it, or maybe not. Like, I really don't know. <laughs> so I really, but it sounds like a dude. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because he can't fucking clean up after stupid, himself. Stupid, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, based on the bloody paper towels. Her abandoned car, uh, she, her wallet, her cell phone, all being left behind. They kind of assume that something has now happened to her. Yeah. Uh, whether it's kidnapping or what's going on. She's, and have they heard back from the forensic people about the car yet? At this from, point? Wait, say that again? That the people that are looking at her car, have right. they heard back yet about that? So a that lot later? of the, this is a very, this is a case that... Um, I'm I'm going over it slowly okay. because a lot of it all happens simultaneously. Oh, okay. And so the, I think in all Because when you mentioned about the car being wiped clean, I don't know if you meant they checked for prints and there was nothing or it looked like somebody had it just cleaned like, it. Yeah. No, it looked like it was Okay. So we don't know if there's than, actually yeah. any like DNA or anything. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, so 
obviously people are thinking that something happened to her. Yeah. Uh, she didn't just end up, or I guess she didn't just up and, uh, and leave, leave her life. Yeah. Paper towels and just dip out. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Todd and Katrina, their family is basically asking for answers as to what the hell happened. Yeah. There. So actually I have... Um, a clip of Todd. Ah, another clip. Oh, I love it. Mr. Todd. Oh, I, I guess I shouldn't play it yet. Uh, so this is okay. her, her husband, basically talking to Squirrel Man. Yeah, Mr. Squirrel Man. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it. He looks like a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. He's a white dude with a white <laughs> name, looking like a squirrel. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I should be kinder to him because of the situation. Actually. Yeah. Um, so this is him talking to. Uh, the media about his wife, obviously. And this is just like a day or two after them finding her vehicle and basically knowing that something's going on with her. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. It's been horrible. I just wanted to come home. Is that it? That's it. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be more. I actually, okay. I, we I did a lot of... just wanted to hear the emotion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there, I, I was trying to find a lot more of the <laughs> this interview that he did. So um, okay. here's the thing. He Like every day he was talking to the media about basically what he said there. Uh, crying, asking her to come home or asking for answers about... And, and he wasn't the only one. Um her family and, you know, her sisters, same thing. They were all basically gathered around asking just for answers. Yeah. Which I feel like most people, when they hear about a husband with a wife missing, talking to the media, I immediately went to, like, Chris Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, hey, buddy. Yeah. You're not He's just the one so that comes off this. the top of my mind. There are others, yeah. unfortunately. There's the, oh, what was the... um. The, the guy that, oh my God, that killed his wife. Peterson? In, yes. Scott and Lacey Peterson? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Um, fuck, I usually have the names ready no, to go. No, it's okay. No. But that was another one where he was talking to people all the time. Granted, this guy sounds l- like real. This yeah. guy does. No, yeah, the, the yeah. That was kind of the The notice. other one was like weird, emotionless, didn't look at the camera. I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. and the thing about... um when we talk about people that are always asking for answers or almost out in front of the public eye too much in yeah. cases like this, I think of like Kyron Horman too yeah. with his stepmom and, mm-hmm. and some people just want answers and it makes me think of that movie. I want to say it's untraceable. I okay. think we watched it once together. Was Shia LaBeouf, is that, is he in that? No, in that? that is, Holly I think you're Berry. thinking Disturbia. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking disturbing. No, that? untraceable. I don't think they have. Maybe it's, Diane Keaton. That's who it is. Mm. It's like a woman. Yeah. But it's like, who's the dude? Uh, it's a woman and a dude. Colin Hanks, I want to say. Is it? I think oh, so. Shit. Okay. But in that in that show or that movie, they are looking for like I think a missing daughter or a missing son. And there's a point where they have the father talking to the media and they're saying, Hey, make sure you say his name as much as you can, or her name, it might be a daughter, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, um, Yeah. to, in case the person that kidnaps this, your, you know, right, your kid, child, yeah. if they see this, maybe you can put into their mind that, oh, this is an actual person, yeah. not just a, a body yeah. that you're trying to That's something take. they do say a lot, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's what I kind of always assume, like, even, even though it, there are the Chris Watts out there, usually it's like, 
the more exposure you, you can get out there yeah. for somebody that's missing. Like, and also as a viewer, better. keeping in mind too that not everybody looks the same when they're sad. Some people don't yeah. cry because they're trying to hold it together. Some people have other kids that they have to keep it together for. Yep. And some people just aren't emotional. Which, I mean, in, yeah. in this situation, he's got three, daughter, three yeah. daughters. Yeah, it just looks different on everyone. Yeah. So, uh, back to the story. Um, investigators, they're trying to find anything that could possibly point to where or what happened uh, to Katrina. So, it, is there anybody that might have a gripe with her or an issue? And one suspect uh, was <laughs> a younger boy, I guess you could say. Uh, he They describe him as a juvenile from their church. And a year prior to her disappearance, this juvenile was actually arrested and charged for, what do they call it, um, stalking or peeping, like a, okay. a peeping Tom, yeah. into Katrina's neighbor's house. Okay. So they're like, okay, let's look into this kid first because um, he's had tendencies in the past in this neighborhood in the, basically you know a house away what's going on and they went they all went to the same church so they looked into him and they they couldn't really find anything right i guess uh, they would be assuming that this kid was peeping in on her maybe had some infatuation with her then followed her to a friend's house she was house sitting at or waited for her outside that house i guess like, so. i guess yeah. i guess you can't really like not look at stuff like right. yeah, whatever comes into mind up. yeah yep yeah. So they uh, they looked into him, and unfortunately, they couldn't find anything that would really link him to her yeah. disappearance, so they had to start looking elsewhere. Uh, but in the middle of them looking into this juvenile from church, they they find something that I guess you could say was groundbreaking mm, for the case. Okay. And that's that Katrina was having an affair with another guy. A pastor? No. Oh, because I was thinking at the church. Sometimes no. these pastors be having affairs like crazy. What, I know. With the juvenile I'm boys, like, too. <laughs> anyway. Listen, uh, so I actually capitalized the word guy because... His name was Guy. His name was Guy. <laughs> guy Gabriel. Okay. Does that name sound familiar to you? Because um, when I, no. I started researching this, I was like, that name just rolls out the tongue perfectly. Guy Gabriel? Guy Gabriel. Like, no. It doesn't. I, I mean, no, I actually no. don't remember this case until I started researching it again, and um, I was like, "Wow, guy Gabriel!" Like that sounds don't familiar, that. but also new to me. Yeah. So yeah, they. Huh. Uh, I put down here. Good golly, it's the jolly guy Gabriel. Okay. Is there a reason Just you said that? Alliteration. Okay. I like awesome. Awesome. Words that start Just with wondering go. if that was for a reason. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> guy Gabriel, awesome. he is actually one of Katrina's coworkers. And he, of course... And they go to the same church. And uh, No, they don't go to the same church. They just work together. Oh, I'm confused. I thought you said they were looking into the church and they no, found No, while they were looking into the church boy, they, they were separate people were looking into who else might be oh, involved. Oh, okay. So they're just looking at oh, everyone. Oh, he's not a pastor. I'm sorry. I, no, that's I, okay. I figured Gabriel, I don't know, right? Anyway. Oh, okay. From yeah. the Bible, I don't okay, really know. Cool. Anyway. Well, um, maybe they went to the same church. Okay. I don't know. That wasn't a point of uh, interest for them. Okay. But uh, um, he, of course, was also a married man. Okay. So he's also having an affair uh -huh. with a married woman. So the investigators, they look into Guy Gabriel. They run a background check on him. And what do they find? They find out that... He's missing. <laughs> Good golly, the jolly guy, Gabriel. <laughs> what? 
who was previously arrested for domestic battery. And the reports, okay. the um, uh, police reports for that arrest show that it wasn't like a minor domestic it disturbance. Wasn't. No. It was no, a No, this deal. was, the, w- there's actually footage of the the nurse involved and the reporting or reporting officer, I guess you should say, where the, his significant other was badly injured. Yeah. Um, big knot on her head. And she described it as that she was, she had her head slammed in the ground and then he was choking her. Okay. So yeah, obviously so not, not a like, great guy. I feel like when I hear about like, they're like, yeah, this guy had a record. It was domestic violence or whatever. I'm like, then you find out like it was a wife who found out her husband was cheating on her and she like lied or something. Like there's so many times where. Right. Like a revenge. Where they were in public screaming at each other. And, and then that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. So you don't really know. Yeah. Intel, that's why I wanted to, this to, sounds to really clarify bad. that yeah. it was actually um, something uh, dangerous yeah. or physical, right. physically abusive. Yeah. So um, they've got. Guy Gabriel okay. um, in their scope, I guess, per se. Uh, and here's where the discovery of Katrina's cell phone really comes into play. Because on the night of her disappearance, there are texts between her and Guy. There was a lot of texts, actually. And uh, they read things like, have you told him you want a divorce? Okay. <laughs> and stuff like, there's nothing left in you for him nothing and so he is basically almost like coaxing her into uh telling her husband hey i'm having an affair oh and he's just texting her like have a good interview (laughs) so sad but maybe the most aggressive text of all between guy and katrina yeah it says you're crazy to keep it bottled in he wants to share with people then share the truth he wants it. Wait, wait. He says he wants it his way. Well, newsflash, he has no say. Okay. So, and then, like, his way and he has no say and stuff, those were like all caps. No way, Jose. Okay. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, it's different when we don't really have like context. Like, right. You can yeah, kind yeah. of assume. But, yeah, you can. Yeah. It's like sarcasm. You can't really read it over a right. text message. So, um,. The detectives, they're, they're really wondering, uh, you know. What the heck's going on? Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're, they're kind of actually wondering who knows about this affair between Guy and, mm-hmm. and Kat. And really, what else might they know if they know about this affair? So they start in, interviewing um, co-workers because, remember, uh, they work together, which to me isn't a great look when you're the HR rep no and you're having an affair <laughs> that is like the ultimate yeah. n- not okay <laughs> probably not a not and this a, is obviously at the job she's leaving right yep interesting i wonder if yeah. she's almost trying to get away from him that's why she got a new job or interesting anyway well, you go ahead be, you might be onto something yeah you are quite i've seen quite enough of the these <laughs> anyway uh so they they do start interviewing like i said their co-workers um and boy oh boy is there <laughs> More to this story than it first seems. There always is. So when coworkers are being questioned um, about Katrina, uh, they reveal that she felt like she had was being followed. Ooh. Yeah. So by um, him, just in they general? don't really know. They don't really know. Hmm. At least from what it sounds like, they don't really know. She just said she felt like she was being followed, 
like someone was tracking her and that she even went far enough to get a gun for her own personal protection. Hmm. Um, there's text between her and her dad or stepdad basically asking, hey, do I need my, um, it's like a concealed license to yeah. go to like a, a gun shooting range. Yeah. And yeah, she was pretty serious or pretty worried about. Yeah, I do what you yeah, gotta do, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So her um, wanting to have this gun makes even more sense now because detectives found out after talking to coworkers that just two weeks prior to her disappearance, there was an incident incident that happened at work where someone in a disguise went through their work parking lot and distributed a bunch of flyers about Katrina and Guy. Hmm. Interesting, right? About did, their f- affair. Did anybody say what the disguise looked like? No. So there is, I guess, so there's security footage of it, but it's disguised enough like a, like a, I guess, glasses oh. and like a hoodie. Okay. So they're just, it's just a person walking through the, the parking lot, basically throwing out flyers onto people's cars that all know who Guy is and all know and who Katrina like is. And they're like outing the affair. Exactly. these flyers. Yeah. So there is, um... On these flyers, let me pull it up here. That's there are, I know, right? There's phrases like, Guy turned on the charm and her legs just fell open. Yeah. Okay. It's like an uh, aspiring writer or something. Like, <laughs> why are we trying to be, like, clever about this? Well, I don't know. How but about you just say ended. these two people are sleeping together? I was. I looked at the flyer itself and, and a lot. most of the flyers I found were all, like, blurred or... Because um, I think the title of it was, like, Guy... Uh, fucks cat or something like that like in all caps that's big a font. different podcast yeah. <laughs> guy fucks cat that's weird that's different we're here for the true crime okay but the the end of the flyer says well i say <laughs> you doing all right there it's just, i didn't expect you to say that oh. i don't know what anyways well. yeah uh so the end of the flyer the last line of it is well i say what about us we want special treatment too which again, like I said, they're she's the HR representative for this, making it sound like somebody from work. That's is what doing it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Us work people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now the question is, hey guy, actual guy Gabriel, yeah. uh, where were you the night that Katrina went missing? So obviously they're wondering right off the bat, what do you know about this? You right. Know, there's text messages between you and her. You telling her to tell her husband. You want a divorce. Yeah. Uh, well, sadly, uh, for family and friends of Katrina, Guy said he was working, and sure enough, his alibi checks, checks out. out. Yeah. Yep. So here we are, at least the investigators are back at square one, uh, with no suspect and no idea where Katrina is or where she might be. Uh, and did you already say this about the husband? Does he have an alibi? I don't... No, I, I have, we're going to find out more about what gotcha. he did. Yeah. Okay. So um, as we get more into this. So investigators, they actually pull up the name of another gentleman in Katrina's life. So again, like I said earlier, you were asking about, um, I can't remember what you were asking about, but this is all like happening all at the same time. Okay. So, uh, you know, Illinois isn't 
like a in the middle of a nowhere place you know you got chicago you got big cities so they have the resources to be looking into something while other people are already investigating something else okay so um while they're they've got some people looking into guy they've got other people looking into who else might be uh involved in her in katrina's life and uh yeah so like i said they pull up the name of another gentleman and i say gentleman because I don't want to say guy. Because I don't want to confuse guy with another guy. Oh, game, okay. You could say dude, so. too. Whatever. Oh, another bro. Another yeah. guy. So this gentleman's name is Todd Rapringer. Okay. Another Todd. Another Todd. Got Rap a thing for the Ringer. Todds. I like the Rapringer. We got Rapringer. some We got some cool names in this one. Yeah, Guy Gabriel Rapringer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or the Rapringer himself. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so this Rapringer fella... Uh, he is an insurance and investment broker who was in deep trouble with the law. So he, Four. so he, Rapringer and his business partners, uh, they were being charged, I guess, for mail and wire fraud. Okay. With whatever investors. So money dealing. stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, when asked, Rapringer's family and his friends, they say that he seemed like this successful broker. Um, that was, you know, making great money, which I guess you would be making great money if you're doing fraudulent stuff. But once you get caught, you're not making. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not making great money anymore. Yeah. There's a whole. Sorry not to like kind of go off on this, but there's a whole podcast called um, Red Collar, I think. And it's all about if you guys want to go look at it, whatever. It's not like your basic like stabbings and shit it's like it is all crimes based off of like businesses people get caught stealing and then they have to kill people that find out and like things like that so people get caught wire fraud or whatever it may be or writing false checks and And then then people that find out yeah and then they find out or whatever anyway that's a good one if you guys are kind of into that stuff well don't be doing that and you don't get murdered (laughs) um so like i said his rap ringer's family they they all thought he was doing great um he actually had daughters and um he was the moneymaker, the breadwinner in his relationship. Uh, but it turns out that Mr. Rapringer himself uh, was actually the one in financial need or help from Katrina. So Katrina, okay, yeah, it gets a little confusing. She was actually supporting Rapringer and uh, his entire family. How did she meet this guy? They don't actually... she know him? Is just some dude she's helping out? So... Are they sleeping Here, together? Right. So nobody, nobody but Katrina knew about this. Mm. At least nobody but Katrina. And Todd Rapper. And her husband. Oh, he knew too? Todd Smith. So. Okay, you were right. This does have some twists. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm glad I didn't look this I put, up before. I, put, I, I paused here. I said, let me pause here because I want to know what you might, think might be going on. You would you would write pause in the yes. notes to pause. And pause. And pause. So what do you think is, is happening here? Um. Well, now, so I'm trying to think. Guy Gabriel, he's not off my list yet. He's got some weird stuff going on. It almost sounds like his wife or something might have found out about the affair and wants to sabotage both of them Guys, at work. Yeah. Like, who else, you know? And also it would take off the heat from her if she made it sound like somebody from work was doing it. Right. So the whole, like, we want the same treatment, at like making it sound like it's a work thing. I don't know who at work, unless there is proof that she was getting special treatment or he was at work. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. where where's that claim well, coming from? Well, the special from? treatment is what they were doing outside of work. Wait, so like. they're all saying, I want to get laid by him <laughs> I too. Like, I don't know. But weird. that's what, that is where yeah. when you're talking about if it's a wife, yeah. they don't think. I feel bad for these detectives. They have yeah. so many angles to go on because people are sleeping with each other. And when that happens, it's there's messy. multiple spouses and there's people that are getting wrong. There's money involved. That's yeah, a whole other thing. Yeah, it'd be easier almost if, if they weren't both married, right? Yeah. If one of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, so the husband's not off my list either. I don't know about him. I once until I hear an alibi. Well, yeah. Okay. And then on top of that, now you're telling me the husband knew about this other Todd. About rap these two Todd. So here's the thing. Hey, you asked me what I thought oh, was I going know, on. I know. I know. Okay. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little secret here. And by secret, I mean I'm just gonna continue telling the story. Are they related? Is there so kind of after being convicted of arson as a teenager, and not just arson. By arson, I mean he burned his family's house to the ground while they were in it. But they, they died. They, no, they got out safely. Oh. But um, attempted murder was yes, charged. Pretty with that? much. Okay. Uh, Todd Rapringer. He served thirty months in prison. That's it he, for trying to murder your family. Right. But it, it was just charges. Wait, arson, how old was though. he? Seventeen years old. Okay. So so minor. I mean, yep. Yeah. Whatever. And after getting out of prison, though, Rapringer, he went ahead. And legally... What is that, two and a half, two and a half years? That's so fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Rap ringer. He got out of prison. Legally changed his name to Todd Smith. So, I know, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of okay. fooled you on this Okay. So, Todd Rapringer is the same person as Todd Smith. And that's why I said Todd Smith knew about Katrina supporting Mr. Rapringer and his family. Because... Todd Smith and Todd Rapringer are the same person. Okay. And so this entire time, Todd Smith's family, friends, everybody thinks that Todd is the breadwinner for him and Katrina and his three daughters. Meanwhile, it's actually flipped because he's in all this like a wire fraud trouble. Katrina's the one making all the money for the family. But they're not telling anybody about his financial troubles they're letting life go on as, hey, you know, we're all doing great. Todd's supporting us all. And Katrina's just, you know, stepmom of the year. And has a dope-ass job and is right. going to get well, another that is where light. Yes, and that is where um, this new opportunity of her getting this new HR job was such a big deal because, hey, we kind of need that extra so money. So unless there's a big payout for life insurance there's no reason why he would kill her because she right. is the money maker it well make sense. right so the detectives they're thinking todd smith has to be their guy then if she is supporting him and um they find out that he has this history of trying to kill his family pretty much and all of a sudden he's in financial trouble like you said what is what you're wondering what his motive will be would be for killing her, yeah. Unless right. she had a shit ton of money in her life insurance. Yeah. That could solve all of his problems. Well, they turn their, their attention to Todd Smith, and what they find is a load of edit evidence uh, that does mm-hmm. not bode well in Todd's favor. Okay. So, uh, in Katrina's abandoned car, they found a handwritten note from Todd to Katrina, uh, basically begging him, begging her not to leave him, and oh. trying to express, you know, just how much she means to him and uh actually i have one last clip here this is another clip another short clip 
like but this that. is a maybe it's like hindsight is twenty twenty type of thing. But they're when they go back and they're they're sifting through this note that Todd wrote to her, they kind of think that the verbiage that he's using in the note uh, doesn't really align with what he's actually trying to tell her. Okay, a little suspicious. Yeah. Okay. It had subtle hints. Love you to death, you know, can't live without you, I'll do anything. But reading between the lines, it was a subtle threat. Like I said, a short clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very short clip. Yeah. But from what it sounds like, and this is something that, uh, <laughs> you doing all right there? Yeah, I'm just like thinking like, are people making something out of nothing? Right, exactly. Yeah. Are you Are you taking... Your but hindsight. also, is it a weird thing that like a killer would do where they would think it was funny in their own way to say something like but, that? Well, no, but I think there are things that you subconsciously say or do, um, not not trying to out yourself, but you say things without realizing that your brain is actually thinking of a different thing. So maybe he's thinking of, if you leave me, I'm going to kill you. Right. But he's trying to write her also a note the, saying, I love yeah. you to death. And so like it's... The also, at the same of, time, I just think there are phrases like that where you have yeah. love and death in the same sentence, but yeah. it can mean a positive thing. Hey, till death or do you, us part. Or you can look at it bad. So, like, you know, I could tell you love you to death, but then you have somebody that actually killed somebody and they're saying it. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's like, right. Well, yeah, yeah. When you look hindsight. Yeah. It's not, uh, not the best, not I guess. Not a good look. <laughs> So not only did they find that note from Todd to Katrina, but on Todd's computer, um, the one that she she was actually emailing from his computer to her prospective uh, new employer the night before, just confirming, again, the uh, interview date and time and everything. Yeah. They found some older deleted files uh, that Todd thought was gone for good. So these files, um, I'm sure... You might not be able to guess what they are, but the first one. I was just, sorry, really quick. I was watching Forensic Files earlier. Okay. And they were, there was a case where um, a husband had thought he had deleted stuff, but they were, for dumb people like me that like don't know like technology stuff, like I don't know. Yeah. When you think delete, I think you think gone. Like I actually threw it out. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they were talking in like layman's terms for people like me in the show. They were explaining it where it just gets sent to a different part of the computer where it gets saved to be like written over. So like right, that space yeah. is available to take over by something else eventually. But unless you like actually wipe the computer clean, it's still there somehow. Yep. Which is why like when you send it to the cops to like look for stuff, they can still find stuff unless you've like really destroyed something and all the way. That is something, um, gosh, this was probably like seven or eight years ago. There's something politically that happened. I can't remember what it was, but um, copy machines and fax machines, they have a similar concept where it keeps the data that they copy or send until that space huh. needs to be taken up again. And so that is why um, most copy machines that are in like political offices have to be destroyed or something yeah, to yeah. actually get like they can't be taken to like a Goodwill or something. Yeah, like, no, well, when we I worked get rid of at these. a dental office, they had a special company that came to take all of our papers that we shredded. Yeah. Like we can't just throw it out, even if though it's shredded to pieces, you still can't put it in like a general like recycling bin. You yeah, just have to have a special company the, come out and take the it. Possibility of yeah. it being uh, okay, captured. Okay. So, yeah, well, um, 
Exactly. So Todd, he thought they were all deleted, all the files, but they were able to do their, I guess, digital forensics mm-hmm. or data forensics. And this is on his computer or On hers? his computer. Her, yep. His, okay. And one of the files they found was like a template or pieces of the flyer that oh, was dude. passed out. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the flyer no, that was distributed on. at their work that said "guy fucks cat." <laughs> that that flyer. I wonder like where you even come up with that idea. Well, when you're a psycho. But okay. here, here's here's the other thing. They also found another folder titled "Super Track Stick." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what you thought that was. Uh, so Super Track Stick. <laughs> The look you gave me. <laughs> I've never, I, I wouldn't know what to think of it. But okay. uh, basically, a super track stick is a GPS device used to track things. Okay. So that's um, why she Katrina was, was on to something. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so using the information in that folder, the detectives were actually able to find out that Todd Smith had been tracking Katrina for like months. I wonder why she thought she was being followed. I, it might be one of those just like six sense things, you know, where you just feel like, and, and granted, when you have an incident where this flyer starts getting distributed, and it could be her subconscious knowing that she's doing something she shouldn't be doing. That's true. And she could just, be paranoid. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. unless you found that little tracker stick, I don't know how you would know you're being followed. Unless like a person was right. showing up everywhere you were, but that didn't sound like that was her issue. Yeah. Well, um, on that tracker stick i guess information that the investigators were able to pull off of it uh the night or i guess on the night of her disappearance the tracker was on katrina's car and they went back and they investigated the car and they found out where the tracker was um i guess placed and there were still wires going to where the tracker was at before it got removed Hmm. and uh, so the tracker they're looking at the data of this tracker, and it stops where her car was found, and then it goes back to the Smith household. Bro. It, right? You're like, how fucking <laughs> you dumb turn can you be? off the tracker after So I, I have the very next <laughs> line of notes I said, I, I have here. So this idiot forgot to take off or turn off the tracking device yeah. from her from her vehicle. Although I guess if you never thought you'd be a suspect, what would you have to worry about? True. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would still, if, I mean, if I ever killed you and I was <laughs> tracking you, I'm turning off the tractor vice as soon as you're dead. As, hey, you know what? We've both been collecting notes for a couple of years I now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, watch it, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, this idiot, he decided uh, to leave the tracking device on and now they can, they, they have his exact route for how he got home after... Yeah. Uh, whatever he did to her yeah yeah, right so the funny thing is and i didn't really put it in my notes here but there was a point where they they had video evidence from a neighbor of todd smith and there's a a footage of somebody walking like through a field near their house but they can't really tell who it is or how big the person is well that footage at that exact time lines up exactly with the tracker information. Yeah. So they're like, okay, that's our guy. And that's probably Todd. Fucking idiot. So, um, I'm trying to think from like a defense attorney's point of view, like, do you have proof? 
proof yet. I mean, see, and so that is where like who has access to this same computer that he does, right? And what is the question? Um, Don't get it twisted. This guy did this it. Motherfucker. But, yeah. <laughs> but from a the defense, question is, they're though, always looking for those loopholes. How do you prove that someone's even been murdered? Exactly, no body, right? A body. Kind of thing. But I also, too, this was on forensic files where they were like, they can't prove that this person died, but there was so much Overwhelming blood. Overwhelming evidence. There's yeah, so yeah. much blood that nobody could have survived that lot. That. So they have blood. to be right. dead. But there's. But that's why I'm like, how much paper, paper towels? towels? Yeah. And but how many? Uh, well, it was I like mean, three tons of it. Yeah, so. Whatever. So that is where um, prosecutors are now. Not, I shouldn't say prosecutors, investigators, the sheriff's department. They're like, okay, we're pretty sure we got our guy. The only issue is that we don't have proof that anything even happened to her, other than the fact that he was there and then he walked home after yeah. she disappeared. And that's when uh, a few, I want to say it was a few months later, uh, a local fisherman noticed something caught on a log oh, near a the river's edge or a hunter oh my god yeah and what do you say is going to be the name uh, <laughs> of your podcast if i ever have my own podcast it'll be it's never a fucking mannequin right because it's exactly. not ever once yep and the thing that was caught on the long sadly was not a fucking mannequin <laughs> it was katrina oh, smith fuck. so they yeah with the new discovery that um she was unfortunately murdered uh they were now able to formally charge todd smith with the murder of katrina smith and uh so just because they found a body so they found the body after the autopsy it was homicide blunt force trauma now you're thinking okay well what about like Maybe Guy Gabriel. Could anybody else? Well, just wondering how they know who did it. You can still show that she got her. I mean, they could have yep. been like, yeah, she was mugged on her way back from the interview. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, what our, our what friend, links it? Our friend Todd Smith here. <laughs> Not the brightest of the bunch, right? Yeah. Thank Let's God. Thank God criminals yes, are exactly. stupid. Let's keep the tracking GPS yeah. on. No. So what does Todd do? He asked a buddy of his, uh... If he could go to the house and get rid of an aluminum bat that he had in the garage. <laughs> Dude. So his friend went to the house and tried to get rid of it, but couldn't find it. What does that even mean? What do you mean get rid of it? Like melt it down? Who Just take it away, I guess. I mean, if, if a friend has it. Is it because he was at work and he's like, I can't get to it in time. I need you to. Or I think like... it's because he's in jail at this point. Oh, so he's being detained. So yeah, oh, so they're okay. formally charging him. This you was know? after yes. he had been. Okay, okay. Yeah, so he's trying to tell his buddy, hey. Why would you wait to, so to long garage. to get rid of it? I know, also, why right? did you keep it and bring it back home? Yeah, well, fucking Todd Smith Yeah, you're here. right. Not smart. Why this guy yeah, in yeah, the yeah. world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his dumb ass, uh, yeah, tries to ask so his buddy. stupid. <laughs> I am but, not trying to tell anybody how to commit a murder, but don't do this stupid yes, shit. There's, like, I give a lot of notes. Some I've given notes in the past on uh, things not to do after you've murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah. This is one of them. Oh, uh, my gosh. So, sadly, his, or I guess fortunate, Unfortunately, his yeah, friend right. wasn't able to find the aluminum bat, but that's because it was already in detective's hands. Oh, and sure enough, good it job, had, y'all. Yeah, sure enough, um, it had her. I think once they found out it was blunt force trauma that she died, they probably went back to the house. Once again, why did we keep it? Oh, 
I wonder if he almost thought it would be weird if something disappeared from the house, so he kept it. And yeah. I wonder if he cleaned it and they just he just didn't get rid of all well, of it. He didn't clean it enough, yeah, because right. Katrina Smith's blood was on the bat. It just bat, seems weird that you keep the murder weapon. Yep. Well, he did, and they found it. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until 2017 that he was finally convicted. Five years later. Yep. So nearly five years later, he was convicted and sentenced to 59 years in prison. Well, I was going to say, sometimes the trial part of it takes so yeah. long. There's appeals and evidence. Yeah, and, and he's still appealing. Lord. You know, even oh, after yeah, being of course. Sentence. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. Fucking. So is that it? That's it. Wow. Yeah. So that was good. I was actually like, it's kind of nice to not know what's going to happen next. I we, we might have to well, do this. We might have to. Yeah. I mean, you were still right, though. Good the luck. fucking husband did it. It's all yeah. the husband always. Right. Did. I mean, you can say that at the beginning of every episode, yeah. and like eight out of ten times, you're right. Yeah. And you would have been right this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well cool. okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope everybody listening enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll be it, posting on true crime banter you can find us on instagram that's right we'll be posting pictures of the husband i'm sure and her probably evidence and stuff they found pretty much whatever i can find i'll put on there yeah 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 and i kind of mentioned this earlier but there was a comment on uh one of the um videos i was using to research this case and she said mama always said don't trust the man that looks like a squirrel (laughs) (laughs) fucking you'll see in the pictures Oh, her um, mom was spot Smith. on. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? It's a wise mom. Well, mama always said. <laughs> mama always said. Gosh. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to end it right here. Yeah. If you guys want to, you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we will be uploading this in video format. Um, yeah. Hello, everybody out there. Uh, if you enjoyed it, uh i guess like it yeah on spotify i don't know if i've shared it yet and i don't know the best way to um Hmm. get it out there but like again i've said it in the last episode you can rate podcasts oh yeah yeah so do that if you can it's uh not too hard to find but just go to our page on spotify and hit rate yeah and one to five stars whatever you feel like but it's yeah, less than five is the only one and, acceptable. Yeah. So I think they only let you do five on our page at least. So I you might think as well. So. Yeah. Also on um, you guys too, like on the Instagram and stuff. Like this one, this case that we just did tonight. Um, I I mean, I really liked it. You kind of picked it out. This one, I didn't know anything about it. But there are so many that are like that that I'm like. When I hear, I'm like, I didn't know about that. That's crazy. So if there's anything that you guys know, yes, please. Yeah. Let and us it's, know. Obviously, it's a lot easier to message on Instagram. Yeah, much easier. Yeah. So, yeah, just follow us on Instagram, True Crime Banter, and then just send me a message. Exactly. It'd yeah. be really nice to get something that's not like OnlyFans people or, hey, <laughs> here's Bitcoin I'm trying to sell or something. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really freaking great if like there was actually true crime messages being popped around. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So I would welcome that. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, uh for the last time, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it's My been name real. is Riley. And I'm Christian. And uh, we will talk to you in the next one. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye.